Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome back to Game of Opinions. After a crazy quote about Mbappe's potential asking price went viral, it seemed only right that we grabbed an expert from Eurosport France to discuss the PSG star and his teammates. Cyril Moran answered our call and carried myself, Ben Snowball and Marcus Foley through a brilliant chat on the French champions and beyond. Views on Mbappe, Neymar and the future stars of French football coming to your ears right now. Oh, and as we use Zoom, please do forgive the occasional crackle. Enjoy. Cyril, thanks for pausing your life to join us from Paris. How is the lockdown over there, firstly? Um... We are adapting ourselves, so it's okay. It's the same as uh, UK, I guess. Marcus, I'm guessing you're all right as well. Yeah, not bad, mate. Yeah, yeah, all good. Thanks very much. No problem. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's dive straight into the world of Paris Saint-Germain then. Um, it's impossible to escape stories involving their best players. Mbappe to Madrid, Neymar to Barcelona, Cavani to just about anyone. But let's start with Mbappe and a mad quote that went wild in the UK this weekend. It wasn't from Mbappe, it was from an MEP, Daniel Cohn-Bendit, I think his name was, yeah. uh, who claimed, and I quote, tomorrow Mbappe will cost 35 to 40 million euros tops, not 200 million. Who's going to be able to buy him? Now, Cyril, uh, can you see any scenario where Mbappe leaves PSG for that little? No, uh, we can't imagine. No, it's impossible to imagine Mbappe leaving Mbappe, uh, PSG for that amount of money. Uh, the man who is talking is a politician, so he likes to tell things that doesn't have any real effect, doesn't have any uh, value on uh, on the market. So, no, uh, we can't imagine PSG selling Mbappe for less than 100 million, and that's for the low value. Uh, for me, Mbappe is out of market, simply. We can't, uh, we can't tell the price for him because he's... Uh, too young and too attractive uh, to to be less than yeah 100 200 euro millions of euros so no impossible i think even 200 million euros might be a little on the cheap side i guess it depends on the the financial implications of the the corona first period um it does seem like someone's almost gone back in time in a time machine taken brazilian ronaldo given them a french makeover and return to the future they're very very similar players uh, quick strong so good on the ball i mean you've already hinted at how good he could be but what do you think his ceiling is do you think it's the stage where he could be as good as how we see messi and ronaldo at the moment well his main quality is uh, all about the speed and um 
the fact that in three meters he can beat any defender in the world, you know. Uh, so yeah, he's uh, very shaped for modern football. That's why I think he can score a lot. I'm not sure about the um, uh, like the legacy he could leave on football because uh, he doesn't have the same technical skills as uh, as Messi. But he might be one of the yeah one of the best player in the world without any doubt, and maybe one of the best strikers in the history. But um, yeah. I'm, uh, I want to see what, uh, what goes behind uh, what he achieves from now. I think he can improve in many, many fields. So um, I don't know yet. It might be, it might be a little um, early to discuss it, but uh, it might go, yeah, very far, of course. Just a quick question on his future. Yeah. So obviously, move to PSG, they dominate the league. This season... It was looking like it was opening up as a good opportunity for them to actually win the Champions League. Yeah. They've probably got the best squad in Europe. Um, a lot of the sort of big hitters are either struggling or have been knocked out. If PSG, say, football comes back, June, July, whenever, Champions League plays out as, as close to normal as possible and PSG win the Champions League, do you think then Mbappe would perhaps push for a move himself, thinking about legacy? Once you won the Champions League with PSG once, is it perhaps time for him to maybe move on? Uh, I don't think uh, Mbappe uh, sees himself uh, all his career in PSG. Mm -hmm. uh, he, he doesn't say it in media, but uh, you can be sure he wants to join uh, Real Madrid for maybe one day. Uh, that's the that's the goal of his career. And uh, he joined PhD when he was in Monaco because maybe uh, it was too early to go to Real Madrid. But um, yeah, the, the, the main thing is all about Real Madrid and it's kind of obvious that he will join um, Real one day. Um, to be honest, I'm not sure if uh, if PSG wins wins this uh, Champions League. I'm not sure it will change anything about his future. Um, Paris wants to build all around the, the project, all around him right now. Okay. Um, it was different uh, with Neymar now because Neymar is kind of um, not the same player he was in 2017. Uh, Mbappe is going to be the big, the big star of PSG. So uh, Paris won't let him go this summer. Uh, and uh, what uh, what was uh, like the, the the Spanish press was telling that of course this summer Mbappe won't go anywhere because he's out of market and even Real Madrid doesn't have uh, the money to buy him this summer. That's it, I guess. There are so many reports as well. I mean, potentially ridiculous, but linking him with a move to Liverpool, that seems to be the name that's cropping up in the, in the British press. And I notice you're already smiling, already laughing. Uh, I want to throw this to both of you. Um, Marcus as well, where would he fit in at Liverpool? I'm guessing he would take either a Salah or a Mane place as opposed to Firmino. And um, Surreal, how likely of any possibility at all could that deal happen? I think there is some logic behind it. Um, in terms of Liverpool are currently, by a few measures, probably the best in Europe. I said PSG are the best squad, but I'd say Liverpool are the best team. However, at some point, their forward line will need a refresh. I think Salah was the last player to join that forward line, and that was 2017. And I think as modern football develops, people sort of find out how you play. So having a front three for three years plus could prove to be a problem. So I genuinely think at some point quite soon that Liverpool will look to cash in on either Mane 
or Saar. I think Firmino plays a very unique role. So even though he's been there the longest, I think perhaps he's most likely to stay. And then obviously if they do move one of those players on and for big money, there has been talks about Real Madrid for both those players, then they'd have the money to go for Mbappe. But whether A, he'd want to go and B, whether PSG and so on, I think it's a no on both. But there is a little bit of logic behind it. Well, um, I agree with you, but uh, for me, there's two main things that can't fit. Uh, Liverpool and Mbappe can't fit on two features. The first one is club uh, philosophy. For me, Mbappe isn't mature enough to um, assume the gang and pressing and the fact that he has to... Um, he's still a very uh, young striker in terms of uh, intensity, in terms of uh, defensive efforts. And... Um, I'm not sure he's mature enough to sign to Liverpool where you have to be a part of the team and not uh, one among 11. And um, the second thing is, I don't know, the sense of history is Mbappé to Real Madrid. He's fan of this club. There is Zidane, uh, which plays obviously a huge part uh, for this uh, kind of transfer. So, yeah, it might be interesting to imagine Mbappé in Liverpool, but for me... There's no no way for that kind of uh, transfer right now. Cutting cutting analysis, strong, <laughs> yeah. strong analysis. Let's <laughs> let's move on then to Neymar. And again, we're bombarded with stories pretty much every day about how he's unhappy at PSG, about how he wants to return to Barcelona, about how he maybe made a mistake. What likelihood would you give of Neymar returning to Barcelona this summer? For me, it's not about Neymar. It's more about Barcelona. We know that they have huge uh, money problem. Even before the crisis, uh, they were uh, in difficulty to, to buy some kind of player. We, we saw it uh, last summer with Neymar. Uh, they couldn't afford him at the right price, at the price that PSG wanted. So with the crisis, uh, I can't see Neymar joining uh, Barcelona. We've talked about exchanges, but we know that exchanges are very, very difficult when we are talking about huge players like uh, Neymar or even Griezmann. So, um, yeah, maybe the crisis is the is a big change for uh, Paris because no one might have the, um, the liquidity and the money to buy Neymar. So I see Neymar and Mbappé staying in PSG uh, this summer. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's, that's sort of like the feeling you get across, across the board. I think Barca made moves last summer. They, they shift out loads of players to try and great space in the squad to get Neymar and couldn't afford it then. and that's, that's the real says the crisis has just compounded any issues they have so it looks highly unlikely I suppose one way around it would be a similar setup to the Mbappe deal where it's a loan first and then a move but then there's no guarantee that they'd have the money at the end of the loan so that's a huge risk for all involved so that's probably a no-go as well so can't see it happening. Do you not see player power having a a real impact, though, is it does seem that when a player really wants to leave, that they more often than not get their way. So Neymar's 28, just turned 28 in Feb- February. This is this is probably the last chance that you're going to attract like a major fee for Neymar. Um, and I'm not saying necessarily that he'll then go back to Barcelona, but I mean, is it guaranteed that if it's not Barcelona, it won't be a move elsewhere? To be honest, the um, the crisis is affecting every club in the world, maybe less firmly because we you have guys all the money, but uh, I mean, we can't imagine uh, a player being sold for in 100 million euros. Uh, it's already a big transfer. And this summer, this kind of movement are going to be very, very rare. So um, 
Yeah, and in the case of Neymar, we know he wants to join again FC Barcelona. So I'm not sure. I, I think he will wait in 2021 uh, to see if he has more chance to, to join uh, Barcelona. But this summer, I think he's, uh, he's logged in. Let's move on to a few of the other PSG players then. Uh, and there's a massive nightmare scenario building at PSG. Now, we're, we were talking about them potentially winning the Champions League, but they may have to do it without a host of their players. Um, loads of contracts expiring on June the 30th, and the season looks like it will run long beyond that date. Uh, you've got Acardi, who's on loan from Inter. Uh, you've got Thiago Silva, Thomas Mounier, uh, Levin Kazava, um, Edison Cavani. They all may have kicked their last ball for PSG. Yeah. That's the the main uh, the main thing for Leonardo, who is the sports director, uh, is to uh, think about after the season because, as you as you said, like for example, Thiago Silva, who was the captain, who is like one of the most important player in the locker room, uh, is handing contracts. So, who can replace him? We talked about uh, Koulibaly, for example, but um, because of the crisis. We are not sure if PSG can afford a player um, like Koulibaly. So they might get um, another think about uh, offering a new contract to Thiago Silva. And, um, well, Cavani, he, he will go. It's uh, certain. I mean, uh, because of the, um, the way he was treated this season, um, he won't, he won't uh, stay in Paris Saint-Germain. And um, the Icardi case is uh, interesting because Icardi is very keen on um, being again in Italy, uh, maybe in Juventus because he's, it's the, the club that uh, shows interest. But uh, Paris has the last word. If Paris wants to pay him, they will keep him. And I think it would be wise for Paris to keep uh, Icardi. Marcus, long list of names there. Who, who would you think will be exciting the top European clubs. I mean, Thiago Silva seems an obvious one. I know he's getting on a bit, but I mean, he brings a wealth of experience. He's, he's marshaled that PSG back line for the, well, the best part of a decade. Yeah, um, he, certainly him. Um, there's talk of AC Milan, apparently. Um, but also, I think Cavani's a great one as well, just because uh, what he represents, he's an excellent striker of an excellent strike rate, but Cyril will probably correct me if I'm wrong, but he seems to have a, a great work ethic as well, which, you know, so that's why he's been linked to Atleti. So that could be a transformational signing for Atleti if, if he was to go there. So I'd say he would be the one for me that if you were to pick out of any of those who are available, he would could have the biggest impact. I think he would have went to Atleti in January, but because there was a transfer fee involved as well at that stage, then um, wages became a problem. Obviously, it'd be a free, free transfer now. So I think that would be the big one. Yeah, I agree. Cavani is the main thing, but... It's right that Thiago Silva, you can't have uh, a free defensor of this uh, range. It's very rare on the market. So for me, it's uh, quite surprising that only uh, Milan AC uh, is uh, chasing him because he might bring a lot to many, many teams. And it's not just PSG where there are a lot of talent obviously attracting attention. If we look slightly lower down the league table um, and to Rene, Eduardo Camavinga. Now, he's a name we've only really become familiar with based on a few YouTube clips um, and of, of performances this season for Rene. Just describe him. How exciting is he as a talent in French football? Um, he's exciting because he's, um, he's mixing a lot of qualities. Like, uh, he's physical, but it's not only physical. 
he's a very good um, intelligence player. Like um, he knows what to do when the ball comes to him. He knows where he has to play the, the play after. He's very uh, mature and he's only like uh, 16, 17. So he might uh, hold well and he already has a lot of skills that um, makes your team play better. He's the kind of player that, uh, like, for example, he's a, a Jorginho for Chelsea. He's the, the main uh, guy that you you are looking for when you have the ball. Okay, you have to pass it to Kamavinga because he knows what to do with the ball. I suppose for, for him as well, for that sort of player, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's a relative rarity for a player who comes into a team, a young player, to play at the base of the midfield because that shows how much responsibility he has. Like, if you're a young player and you play a wide forward, you make an error further up the pitch. Your team can correct that. But literally, if he makes an error, the opposition team are clean in on goal. So he's a real rarity in terms of being that young, being in that position, as you say, sort of without maturity. So he looks like he's going to be class. Yeah, what's what's interesting is that um, he's not uh, like when you are that young, normally, and you start as midfielder, you are box to box. Uh, you can't be the one in front of the defense alone because if you lost the ball, um, of course, there's a big danger, but he's the only one uh, in, in front of the defense. So it shows how mature he is and how he can um, lead a team uh, with his spirit and his uh, technical skills. Hopefully he comes to Tottenham then. Uh, Leon, uh, there's also two players from Leon. Uh, just quick thoughts on those as well. Um, correct me if I'm pronouncing this incorrectly. Um, Hussam Awar and obviously Moussa Dembele. Uh, why are they courting so much interest? I think we're obviously familiar with Dembele from, from his Celtic period. Less so Awar, but it seems like everyone's after him. Yeah, because uh, Awar is like uh, an elegant player. He's the kind of player you want to see when you go to the stadium. And he's like, um, he plays more offensive than Kamavinga, but it's, it's the same kind of player that knows how to do with the ball. I mean... Um, they have a good vision of the, the game. And so um, in France, it's not that uh, common. So Awar is, um, you can compare him to um, Iniesta, not about the talent, of course, but the, the kind of play, you know. Yeah, I guess he's the right time for him to go, to go abroad because uh, at Lyon now, um, he had showed what he had to show, but uh, now it's time for him to go Away, I'm not sure about uh, England, to be honest. I can see him better in Spain or even in Italy with uh, Juventus. And for Moussa Dembele, uh, well, he have to go to England. Premier League is the right league for him, uh, no doubt about it. He's very powerful. He's a very good striker and he will fit perfectly in Premier League, no doubt about it. Marcus, where do you think, obviously we've, we're probably more familiar with Dembele than we are our. Where would you say Dembele would, would fit in best? Dembele's an interesting one in terms of he's already had a little bit of experience in England. He started at Fulham and then he moved to Celtic. The, the Scottish League's a difficult one to sort of judge. I mean, it can be disrespected in, in some ways. People are like, oh, the standard's not that great. So then you have to, a player's performance within that league, you have to judge on that basis. But then you look at someone like Van Dijk, who's obviously gone there, come down to England and been it's been tremendous. So I'd be interested to know how, how highly he's actually rated in France. Because for me, I think he'd be in a team maybe pushing for the top four rather than in the top four if he wanted to be the, first, the leading striker. But again, I think our opinions are probably clouded by his early career here when he was a lot younger as well. So obviously he's probably developed as a player 
But yeah, that's the sort of level I probably see him at. Yeah, totally agree. I'm not sure he's uh, good enough to be the main striker for Manchester City, for uh, Liverpool, but he might be a very good uh, rotation player or uh, a main striker at, I don't know, Tottenham if uh, Keynes wants to leave or, um, yeah, like top six, maybe. Arsenal might be good before Baba Young or Lacazette leaves, but he's not, doesn't, he's not skilled enough to be top one in the best team in, in Premier League. Sensational stuff. Thanks to Cyril for joining us. Thanks, guys. Uh, and thanks, Marcus, as always. Uh, hopefully you get super excited about the top talent playing in France. Um, that is it for another episode of Game of Opinions. You know the drill by now. Remember to subscribe and tell all your friends. Over and out. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 